Hey, welcome to another episode of the Forever Fast podcast. So this one's all about my introduction to the Fast franchise. Almost 21 years ago, I believe it was June of 2001, I went with a buddy of mine to see the movie, and I didn't really have many expectations. He was into cars, you know, and uh, I don't even know if he was into racing at all. When we would go to the mall, he used to be a mall rat. I remember there's this one area... You know, you'd have to be there, but he'd floor it. So I was like, maybe he's a racer. But I still remember walking out of the theater and being really impressed. Like, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot of depth to it, you know. It's a crime drama. And, of course, at the end, which I won't spoil if you haven't seen, but why would you be watching this video, right? And then throwback to that at the end of Fast 9, the Fast Saga, which... Should have been a more powerful moment, but there was just so much going on in that movie, which I'll get to another time. But, uh, so yeah, when they announced that a sequel was in the works, it was really exciting, but then it didn't work out with Vin Diesel. So we got Too Fast, Too Furious, just like two years later. And that movie is just fun. I mean, it has its moments, very serious. You're dealing with, uh, you know, a drug cartel in that. But... It's just a lot of fun, the Miami vibe. Sup, brah? Drop it, I said forget about it, could. All that talk. <laughs> but that was, uh, yeah, looking back, I mean, that's a fun movie. I'm actually going to watch it maybe tonight or tomorrow because I haven't seen it in quite a while. And I have a video about uh, Carter Verone. I think they're going to use him again. And I explain how and why. So check that out in another video. And, uh, because he's a great villain. He didn't die. You know, he was put away for a while. But, yeah, check out that video. And so, yeah, Too Fast, Too Furious. And then uh, Tokyo Drift. I actually didn't even watch that one until a few years later after it came out. Just because Paul wasn't in it. And, well, the rest of the cast. Of course, then we learn about that cameo at the end with Vin Diesel, which is exciting, how it ties into Han. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I think I watched it around the time that Fast and Furious, the fourth one, came out, like 2009. Just because I'm like, oh, good, there's more movies, and it's going back to the originals. And not the most clever name, Fast and Furious, for the fourth one, because it confuses people, but it still works. So then I wanted to see more of Sean, of course, and his crew. And, you know, that definitely took a while. Furious 7, it was a cameo. Everybody was excited. But it's just nice how everything's come full circle, pretty much. And there's still some characters I'd like to see from the original movies. Uh, certainly a Tokyo Drift 2. I know it's been a lot of years in that, but... You know, seeing them in Fast 9 was great, but you want more from them. And it's a crime to not put them in cars. Come on. What am I doing flying a plane? Come on. Not that he can't do it. It's just... Anyways, I'll get to that other stuff later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, almost 21 years. And they're working on 10, which is exciting. And 11, which is apparently the finale. But it's just been a great ride. I mean, the movies are arguably... They get better. They get bigger. But that's all up to you, to us, the fans. 
but to just keep going and the stories that they've created, the outlines, the plots, how everything connects to past movies and that, I really like it. There are some issues, some, uh, you know, problems that people bring up. There are definitely some uh, continuity issues, but overall, I mean, I've been there since the beginning and it's still fascinating to me just to see how, f how far they've come and being creative with the stories. And uh, I know there's going to be a movie, I'm surprised there hasn't been a spinoff that has more racing in it. Like Tokyo Drift is packed full of, you know, racing, driving and that. And they haven't used cars too much as far as racing. Like Furious 7, we went to Race Wars, but that movie also just had so much going on. And it's still, it's a great movie. I mean, that 5 and 7... You know, those are my golden ones, but I enjoy all the movies. But those two are just so special. And uh, yeah, of course, when Paul Walker passed, I remember my buddy uh, Miroslav reached out to me on Facebook. And I remember like it was yesterday. It's almost been 10 years. And he said, dude, is Paul Walker really dead? I just got home from work and I said, I'll check. Because you just go online and you see if there, you know, any talk about it. But then more and more sources were talking about it and I was like, oh my gosh. And me, I want to see the details like, you know, nothing, not to be uh, too grim or anything, but with me, I'm like, I need to see, because you know, they had that video of the crash. You could see from the distance, the car, you know, was going really fast and then the impact in that, but yeah, it was heartbreaking, and uh, I remember because I looked into Furious 7 because they were making that at the time. And so I'm like, did they finish filming? How far into filming were they? They get all Paul's scenes. And uh, that time, it was so unsettling because you didn't know what was going to happen with the movie. Because looking back, I mean, even then with the technology they didn't have like the deep fake technology that we have today not as crystal clear and uh so then they kept talking about it saying we're going to finish the movie which is great and i could tell all the shots that weren't uh the real paul walker because i was looking for them but if you had no idea you're like oh great he filmed that ending and that's so wild because you know he passed away after and it's like oh no because they use unused footage and then the CG, the face replacement and that. So if you didn't really know what was going on, you're like, wow, they got all the shots done. That's great. But I was looking for everything. But after that, it brought out the screenwriter in me like never before. So if you go to my Fanatic website, I'll have a link in the description. I wrote, I think, three or four alternate send-offs for Brian O'Connor. And then I just started writing more scenes, just everything that I thought of over the years. And I'm actually working on an opening scene for Fast and Furious 10 right now. And it does involve race wars, and there's more than one race. But it's interesting how tragedy can just, it just sets off something in here and you're like, oh, all these ideas I have. And, you know, they're all my original fan written screenplays. And 
And then with Furious 7, we weren't sure that was going to come out. So I just started writing a bunch of stuff. Just send-offs and that, and if this was going to be the last one, if it came out. But again, it's just great to see how big the franchise has gotten and where it's going next. It's exciting. All the locations around the world and well, we've been to space now. But I love to hear your story. Whether you got a couple words to say, you want to talk a lot like I am. Um, just anything. Just over the years, about any movie whatsoever. Because uh, my videos, I'll be talking about everything in depth in that. So please chime in. Again, this podcast is all about you. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. You know, do you remember when you saw the first movie? You know, were you in the theaters when it was opening? Did you not see it until recently? But uh, yeah, so leave some comments below. Like this video up. Subscribe for more. I appreciate you watching. I will see you next time. Ride or die.